to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 251 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. What an incredible weekend of racing we had. And hey, we now have 13 different winners out of 22 races, four to go in the regular season. Oh, can't believe it. Can't wait to get into that here in just a little bit. But before I do, roast the competition. Be the first to the finish line with Five Lakes Angry Brew. Angry Brew is a massively caffeinated, amazing-tasting, high-octane power pack fuel to get you through the day. I could use some of that today. Let me tell you, uh, when you need a power-up, reach for Angry Brew. Coffee with a punch. Go to angrybrew.com. Use code LAPPED, L-A-P-P-E-D, get 10% off your order. Uh, I gave away a lot of Angry Brew swag uh, last week, along with some lap traffic swag. Still got a few more things to give away, so be on the lookout for some more Angry Brew giveaways throughout the rest of the season. Uh, Let's see here. Man, uh, it's been a crazy week it's only tuesday uh the new job things are are crazy uh early on which is cool uh happy to be busy but uh, man is it friday yet uh, <laughs> let's see speaking of friday last friday went out to dinner with the wife which is always nice to do saturday had a birthday party sunday chilled watched a race smoked the most delectable meatloaf that i've ever smoked if i do say so myself so uh all good times this past weekend and this weekend i'm so excited um He's been on the show a handful of times. Uh, he sponsors the uh, Yunker Motorsports car. Uh, he is the official charity of the Lab Traffic podcast. Uh, it is Freddie the Pizza Man's uh, annual golf outing. Played in it last year with the Yunkers. Yunkers are going to be in it again this year. Uh, and that's this this Saturday. It's so much fun. They get so, I think there's over 200 golfers. Uh, there's going to be a dinner afterwards. All that good stuff. I sponsored a hole, so you know I'll be throwing that out on social media and i'm doing something really cool uh i put it out there yesterday i had i ordered some new koozies and stickers and all that kind of stuff uh and i have just enough to go and take i'm gonna go uh throw some koozies and stickers on every golf cart before we all tee off so i might be blowing up your timeline saturday afternoon with some pictures from the golf course for freddie's giveaway or i'm sorry freddie's golf outing which i'm very excited about uh looking forward to having a good time there uh let's see what else oh hope you guys enjoyed last week's 250th episode it was so great to have some of the listeners on of course awesome to have the orange cone on uh and you know listener appreciation week last week did giveaways every day people are already getting those in the mail which is awesome so much fun last week to do that uh i almost didn't do a show this week just to kind of mic drop off 250 and and then right off into the sunset for a couple weeks but then that would have been like three weeks without a show and that would have just been too much so here i am excited to be here tonight but that said uh the next show that the uh, lap traffic podcast will be uh publishing will be on tuesday august 10th after Watkins Glen. so if you're just If you're new to the show and you're not sure what to do with yourself, because I'm not going to be posting for the next two weeks, go check out some old shows in the past. Been some great guests along the way 
ton of Jeff Striegel shows out there, NASCAR Chasm, The Orange Code, uh, a bunch of truck drivers, Xfinity drivers, some cup along the way. Uh, so definitely go scroll back. And, you know, most of the time the interviews are, are at the front of the show, you know, so I get the racing content might be a little dated. But if you want to go hear some uh, so some interactions with with some great people, uh, you know, go scroll back over the next couple weeks there. All right. Uh, so if you haven't figured it out, tonight's guest is me. That's right. I am flying solo. I haven't done a show solo. Not a soul. Not a weather guy. Not no calls. Nothing. Nobody. Just me. Uh, for the next however minutes so let's see if i bore you with with what i've got lined up for you guys you know gonna talk xfinity uh and cut from loud and some social media shout outs very big silly season info today uh no weather got some lucky dogs and a, and a uh, condensed fantasy segment since there's no picks to be had and all that good stuff so uh this is about the time i'd get to give you guys a break and not just listen to me uh but that's not the case because i I don't have a guest so we're going to get right into some racing talk and i want to start off with the truck series and i know we didn't race trucks this weekend but we only have one more truck race before we start the playoff uh, playoffs don't talk about playoffs Sorry, Jim. Got to talk about the playoffs. And yes, one more race to go. And so here's what's crazy. You know, if we if we break down where we're at, you know, obviously John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, we got Ben Rhodes, Austin Hill, Todd Gilliland, Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, Sheldon Creed, uh, Grant Enfinger, Carson Hosevar, Stuart Friesen, Chandler Smith, Derek Krause. You know, the, the, there's our top 12. Grant Enfinger ain't racing for it, you know, so... Uh, it's an interesting battle for the top 10 right now. You know, there's about a 15-point difference between Stuart Friesen in 10th, Chandler Smith in 11th. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we got Tyler Ankrum outside looking in. We got Johnny Sauter outside looking in. You know, a couple guys, you know, Sauter's just had just a, an abysmal two years, and I feel so horrible for the guy because, as I've said numerous times, it's not like he forgot how to race. Uh, they just can't piece things together and have just had some – horrible luck and nothing go their way Tyler Ankrum you know he, he's been on a little bit of a hot streak in terms of he's been up there he's been competing he's led some laps almost won a couple of them but then just had things not go their way and they're finding themselves on the outside looking in you know I, I you know wouldn't call Tyler Ankrum a road course driver yet just because he's still so young but he's had some good performances at the road courses you know so could we see something crazy? You know, I talked about it last week in terms of the shit show that we had at Knoxville, basically, and that, you know, part of that ended up being because guys were going for broke. You know, they they were trying to win their way into a playoff spot there. So uh, it's crazy to think we only got one more week and we've got a bunch. We got three weeks, two weeks, basically, for these guys to just mull over the fact that they got to wait to go figure out if they're in the playoffs or not so uh that's where we're at with the truck series over to the xfinity series well uh christopher bell dominating putting on a clinic out there in that 54 car stage wins the race win it's the eighth time the 54 car has been to victory lane this season uh we've had uh, Kyle Busch, obviously. We've had Ty Gibbs in that car, and now Christopher Bell taking the 54 to victory lane. Uh, here's, here's again what, what really impresses me this past weekend in the Xfinity Series. You know, Daniel Hemrick, uh, constantly in the top 
10. If you knew, if you need points in the lap traffic fantasy league, Daniel Hemrick is is constantly up there in the top three, top four point earners the weekend. So one of these days he's going to strike gold, you know. So look to look to Daniel Hemrick, uh, Austin Cindric obviously having a typical day. Uh, Josh Berry in the one car getting it done uh top eight there great to see him be able to move uh you know and and transition to the new team there uh and and still be able to get things done which is pretty cool you know the xfinity series you know they still have seven races to go until the playoffs you know you look at the truck series they've got one to go you look at the cup series they've got four to go uh xfinity series still has got still has a few extra races before uh we get the playoffs going there and there's a battle which is awesome uh, and i and i i know i've talked about this a lot because i've also talked about in the past how much there hasn't been a battle so i got to give credit to where credit's due at the series, the drivers, the teams have upped their game to create a battle, and it's not just 12 and everybody else. There is some competition going on down there, 12th, 13th, 14th back, which is awesome to have this late into the regular season in the Xfinity Series. Um, next race for these guys, doubleheader, Saturday, August 7th, Watkins Glen. I love the fact that all three are going to be there. It's been a... Uh, it's been over 20 years since the truck series ran at Watkins Glen. You got to go all the way back to 2000. Greg Biffle picked up the last truck series win at Watkins Glen. So that's going to be exciting to see. I love that the trucks are going to some tracks that they haven't been in a long time. You know, they've recently gone back to Richmond, uh, you know, which is awesome. You know, so that, that's that's great to see. Love the fact we're getting a double header on a road course. Uh, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, all right. Let's press on. Let's let's talk about this Cup Series race we had from Loudon. Uh, you know, crazy from the start, and you know it. It was hard to tell from a from a viewer perspective on TV that it was missing when they took the green. Apparently, and obviously, it was. Um, you know, and I got to give some major kudos to Kyle Busch because I sent out a tweet like nobody is going to want to go and talk to him and get the earful that we would have expected Kyle Busch to give. And they didn't waste any time. They went right up to him after the incident, after he was out of the car, and uh, you know. Which is something that I love this, that the sport does. You know, you get that raw emotion, which is probably why a lot of people don't like Kyle Busch potentially is because of the raw emotion you get because he hasn't had time to, you know, cool off or anything like that. Nonetheless, um, he was reserved. He had a grin on his face like, you know what? I just need to keep my mouth shut and just answer questions and be here so I don't get fined, basically. Uh, and, and I love that approach. Uh, and and I, I thought that was great. You know, you know, should we have started the race? Probably not. Does NASCAR probably agree they shouldn't have started the race? Yeah. Uh, and and it, for me, proof of that is the fact that they did not penalize the 18 for bumping the pace car. Uh, you know, you maybe didn't know or see yet that the uh, penalty came out. It was on jsky.com. No penalty for the 18. So that's kind of, in my opinion, I could be dead wrong. But, uh, hey, you know what? 
yep, we were wrong. So uh, we're going to let that little that little kiss to the bumper of the pace car slide. Uh, you know, and I'm okay with that. You know, that's you know without that's NASCAR's way maybe of not having to you know publicly fess up, and and that's kind of the way behind the radar, behind the scenes, everybody just kind of sh- you know, you know, nodding their head a little bit there. You know, so that's that's how I'm interpreting that. Like I said, could be dead wrong. Um, very reminiscent uh, of uh, what happened uh, last year at Texas, you know, which basically took Kevin Harvick out of contention for uh, his final four spots or his championship run there and getting to the final four. So, you know, it, it, it happens. It's it's a shame. It's not the last. It ain't the first, you know, that this is going to happen. Um, but let's talk about Eric Almarola for a minute. The 10 out of nowhere. Could you imagine the prop bet? On any of, you know, DraftKings sportsbooks, whatever the case may be, before the drop of the green flag at the Daytona 500, you know, if there was the prop bet for each team on which driver would get the first win for the organization in 2021, Kevin Harvick probably would have been like a minus, you know, 1500 which means you'd have to put down 1500 bucks to win 100 bucks when he picked up that win. The odds for Elmerola probably would have been the exact opposite. You probably could have put down 100 and win 1,500, if not more. So just crazy to see that here we are, 22 races into the regular season. SHR has one win, and it's from Eric Almarola. Could not have picked that to save my life, uh, but it's awesome. Great to see SHR. Uh, Kevin Harvick was up there, uh, which was great, uh, you know, he was leading. He has barely led any laps. He led 65 laps. Uh, I think that's the most he's led in a single race all year, which is crazy to think of as well. Um, you know, so for that 10 team to be able to go out there, lead that race, hold off, uh, you know, Christopher Bell, Brad Kislowski, uh, you know, are, are they finding speed? Maybe a little bit. Uh, you know, are they going to have some earth shattering last four races here before we get to the playoffs? Probably not, considering it's a road course and and we've got a super speedway. Uh, you know, now we do still have to go to Michigan, my home track, which Kevin Harvick has dominated. But that's a track you need speed, and that's something that they just haven't had uh, a ton of lately. You know, they're slowly starting to find it, but uh, we'll 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 see. Maybe maybe that's the ace in the hole there for that four team and to get things fired up here before the playoffs start. We shall see. Uh, you know, Christopher Bell. Dialing it in, couple second place finishes this year, which is incredible. Ross Chastain dialing it in lately, which is really cool to see out of the 42 car. Uh, you know, four, like I said, four races to go in the regular season. Denny Hamlin, who's uh, obviously looking good from a points perspective in first place, is still without a win. Kevin Harvick still without a win, um, which which is crazy. We're 13 winners, 22. We would have expected those two cars to have a win. You know, Denny Hamlin, obviously pretty good at the road courses. Maybe he picks up his uh, first win of the season, gives us win number 14. Kevin Harvick maybe gets it done at Michigan. That gives us win 15. Uh, th- that would be pretty remarkable on the season if we're able to finish with 14 15 drivers in the regular season we talked about it like crazy at the start because we went on that stretch what was it seven or eight 
uh, races. We had a different winner, you know, so obviously that becomes the talk. And when here we are closing in on race 26 and, and we're looking at that 13, 14 mark, that's awesome. Who knows? Maybe with the, uh, with the next gen car, you know, maybe that parity gap closes even more. And maybe we do get that 16, 17 winner, maybe not on a consistent basis, you know, year in, year out. But, you know, maybe every two, every three years, if we get 17 different winners, one, that keeps the fans happy because that means there's a chance, you know, some more winners, some more merch being sold, some happier fans, you know, oh, it's just this car that wins every week, you know. Uh, the 9 ain't going anywhere from a road course perspective, right? We know that. Uh, the 19 isn't. The ele- you know, so you're going to have a few repeats every year, obviously. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens once once this new car comes out and we go from there. I love the fact we got a teammate battle between RCR. Who would have thought for, uh, you know, one of the final playoff spots there with Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick. I love that aspect. It's going to get RCR some more attention, which is great. Um so all good things, except we've got a break coming up for two weeks here. So uh, they'll get things fired back up. Uh, Watkins Glen, Sunday, August 7th. Four more to go, which is just crazy to think. So, uh, you know, what? Do, I think we got, what, two road courses, right? We've got, we got Indy. We've got uh, Watkins Glen. We've got Michigan. And we've got the Daytona uh super speedway to close out the regular season that's that's nuts so uh all right there we are we're moving along see man i can get things done quick when uh when i don't have nine interviews in one show uh let's keep things going let's get to a little lap traffic uh social media everybody make sure you check out the website the lap traffic podcast.com facebook the lap traffic podcast youtube the lap traffic podcast tiktok twitch instagram twitter all at lap traffic pc if you've made it this far into the show leave a review thank you to all of the reviews from last week uh, during uh, Listener uh, Appreciation Week. Appreciate you. You can tell your friends to listen to the show on iTunes, Podbean, or your favorite hosting site. Gave away a bunch of prizes last week, which was awesome. Hope you all enjoy that. Can't wait to do that again. Of course, we'll have some giveaways again throughout the rest of the season, of course. Uh, and picked up some new followers. Uh, left turning at I Love Sandwich. Uh, the Kevin Harvick photo there from when Kevin Harvick took the, the little kid out of the grandstand, took a picture with him uh, in front of the flag stand there. If that's you, that's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, David M.D. Chandler at David M.D. Chandler, former pro wrestling announcer. Hell yeah. I am so excited. I can't wait. couple weeks. Uh, Sunday, August 1st, house show, WWE. Can't wait to get back to the arena and check out some wrestling. That's awesome. Uh, Brett Gruber at uh, Gruber44. Brett loves dogs, vodka, sports. I'm with you, Brett, Uh, except for the fact you're a Buckeye fan. Go blue. No, just kidding. Welcome aboard. Uh, Don't forget to go to angrybrew.com. Use code LAPPED, L-A-P-P-E-D, get 10% off. Uh, I mentioned it, like I said at the start of the show, stickers, koozies for free. If you want one, go to the website, fill out the contact page. I'll send them out to you. Got some new ones coming in. You know, I I ordered the bulk of the traditional, but... uh, you know, hey, every once in a while, I might throw in a random one and might even put it out there if you get a random koozie and sticker from me uh, that that might win you a, um, you know, prize pack. So who knows? Always coming up with new ideas to keep things fresh and interesting for sure. All right. 
got to move on and do a little silly season talk. Well, all right, you know, because right now, normally, we'd be breaking into some weather with either Aaron Studwell or Brian Newdorf. And since there's no races for a couple weeks, you know, they get a little frustrated because they got to predict the weather, you know, five days in advance. If I were to have them on and ask them what the hell the weather was going to be like on August 7th on July 20th, uh, they might kill me. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let those guys have a much deserved couple week break in their rotation and uh, we'll throw in some silly season here. All right. So let's first talk about Matt Benedetto because that came out earlier or later last week, whatever it was. And so here's where I'm at with Matt D. Love Matt Benedetto was leading the race. Could you have imagined if he could have picked up win 100 this past Sunday at Loud? And that just would have been so awesome. So incredible. You know, there's obviously love between Matt D and the Wood Brothers organization and vice versa. And, you know, I'm sure most of you have probably watched the video that Matt D put out uh, when the announcement came out. And, you know, for me, I've been saying this for a long time. Matt DiBenedetto needs a three-year contract, no questions asked. Um, and it's not to say that Matt can't go and compete and, and have to perform for his ride. But when you look at the things that Matt Benedetto has done in his career at the teams that he's done it anytime he's gotten that two-year ride he's shown vast improvements with that organization and we're not talking about an SHR car an HMS car Joe Gibbs racing car we're obviously talking about much lower funded teams you know so here Matt Benedetto gets a chance at a uh you know Let's call it a mid-pack, mid-to-upper-pack. Let's give it a B-plus team, right? And, you know, first year, pretty good. Made the playoffs, off to a slow start. Things weren't clicking, according to Matt and all that. Finally, things start to click. Boom, the announcement. Now, we all kind of knew that was coming, you know. That was kind of the plan to begin with. You know, maybe there was some hope that things were going to maybe change, something like that. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But... Matt Benedetto can race a car. We have seen him get finishes. He needs some consistency and all of that. And once that, you know, I, I really think he could win. He said he could win. I think he can win. And I'm not saying that from a homer perspective. But I think he needs a three-year deal. And I'll elaborate on that quickly because I know I've talked about it before. First year, you're getting the kinks worked out. You're getting used to a new team, new spotter, new crew chief, new car chief. All of that, right? So expectations are low for anybody when they switch over to a new team, right? So there's year one. Year two, you expect to see a little bit of improvement. You might have a little bit of a relapse uh, as, as you really maybe make some big swings at things of that nature. And, of course, as everybody else is growing around you uh, outside of your team as well. Year three. Boom, that's where you really should be hitting your stride uh, from an organization standpoint if, if everybody's able to keep together from, you know, most of your pit crew, your car chief, crew chief, spotter, all that good stuff. So, and once, too, you got that three-year deal, you know, that first year, all right, you, you know that you can get through the kinks. It's, it reduces the stress level on everybody, and I think, and with the less stress, then you can go out there and worry about just performing and, and not fighting for for your, your ride and what that next contract's going to be. So I really hope Matt D next opportunity is a three-year deal at least. And uh, we'll see if, if that changes anything. So that's what I got on that. All right, now 
Uh, the big news, maybe the worst kept secret in NASCAR, uh, is Kozlowski's uh, new venture with uh, Roush Fenway Racing and partial ownership, driving, all that kind of stuff. Made a statement during the press conference comparing it to Tony Stewart when he moved over to Gene House. And, you know, I think I've talked about this before in terms of, you know, the the big contracts, the, you know, the Jeff Gordon contracts, the Jimmy Johnson contracts, uh, you know, those aren't there. The money's not there, uh, you know, because, you know, the, you don't have that, you know, DuPont, that low sponsorship throwing $40 million at your team for the year. You know, you're fighting for a lot more with a lot less. And, you know, so... You know, d- does Brad Keselowski deserve that? Probably. And it's just not there. So how, you know, this is the new way, I think, of, of compensating for some of that. You know, Brad obviously owned the truck team, didn't want to get rid of that truck team. But just it, it was just a money pit based on when he was running it and how the truck uh, series was being ran and operated at that time. You know, so he obviously likes the ownership side, wants the ownership side, doesn't want to leave the sport, wants to be able to transition at some point down the road from, uh, you know, driver to owner. You've got this with Kyle Busch. You know, I would expect once Kyle Busch is done running at the competition level, that he's doing in the cup series you know and where he can put more focus into other series you know maybe we see him branch out into the xfinity series and the cup series you know we've seen kevin harvick with his truck series team and his xfinity team you know um I, I think we're going to have these guys around in the sport for a very long time, maybe not from the driver's side. But, you know, that is the kind of cool thing. You know, if you were a Jeff Gordon fan and, you know, you were upset when he retired, it's like, well, how do you pick a new driver? You know, how am I going to pick a new driver when Kevin Harvick's gone? Well, it's a lot easier if that guy that you've been rooting for for 20 years uh, has a vested interest in another car or another team. Uh, it makes that a lot easier and you can keep that same fan passion knowing that that guy's behind it so that might help keep some of the old guard from a fan perspective and all that i think it's great i you know ryan newman what's gonna happen with ryan newman you know when when you look at that horrific crash he had battled back i know ryan newman takes a lot of flack from the fans from the driver side of things uh he's been around the sport a long time knowledgeable person uh is he the best on the track not you know not not anymore he'd probably tell you that part of that's probably the equipment from roush fenway that kozlowski's hoping to up that ante and that's something I've talked about for a long time, too, in terms of we need RCR to get back on the map. We need RPM to get back on the map. We need our, uh, our Roush Fenway. You know, you look back in the early 2000s, they had Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards, um, man, drawing a blank right now, you know, and, and, and it slipped away. You know, the, the, one of the real winners in this whole thing is Chris Busher. Chris Busher just inherited a top teammate uh, that he's going to be able to lean on for information. And as that team gets better, you know, Chris Busher is in an awesome spot right now. And if I'm him, I'm real happy knowing that he's got a ride as a teammate next year with Brad Keselowski. That's that's pretty freaking cool. You know, the, the silly season has is, is really gotten into full swing early this year. Um, you know, it, w- when you look at, let's see, what do we got here? 
well, who's changing? Uh, drivers with contracts ending this year are Dylan Newman, Almirola, Chris Busher. Well, I think he's I extended. Uh, McDowell, Ryan Priest, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse, uh, Bowman signed his two-year new deal. Uh, we don't know the status of Tyler Riddick, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer. Uh, you know, so there, there's definitely some changes. You know, we've got GMS going to be running in the Cup Series. We got Colleg Racing running. You know, what's going to happen with Kurt Busch with Ross Chastain? There are a ton of unknowns, so it's going to make the silly season and off season a lot of fun to watch. That is for sure. All right, let's keep things going. Let's get to this week's Lucky Dog Lap Down segment. Uh, you guys know the drill. After race weekend, tweet your Lucky Dog Lap Down picks. I'll read them back on the show. So I've got two Lucky Dogs this week, uh, and that's the 10 team and the 18, because the 18, him maintaining composure, he deserves a Lucky Dog. Lap Down going to NASCAR as it has for a lot of you guys as well. You guys sent in some picks, I think, the fact of NASCAR uh, in, in, had an increase in the responses this week because of the lap downs, not the lucky dogs. But uh, let's see what you guys had to say. Scott. At 1985, Wagner, lucky dog, multi-way tie between Almirola, Kozlowski, Harvick, Logano, Stewart, House Racing, Team Penske. They have cars racing. Uh, Lap Down has a tie. Also, Team Chevy can't break the curse. And Joe Gibbs Racing, other than Christopher Bell, have lost their magic. I like that. Jeff at JBev 1789, lucky dog. Did this maybe show NASCAR that we don't need traction compound? Sure hope so. Prefer it to be natural on asphalt, good or or bad, uh, I would say that that really showed uh, on Sunday's racing. We had a great race. Uh, lap down, two weeks off. We'll enjoy the Olympics, but we'll be ready to go back NASCAR racing, and I will be ready to hop back behind the mic. Uh, Brian at Stormin' B81, lap down NASCAR for the start. Uh, lucky dog, another different winner. Let's get three more. Hell yeah. Lap down NASCAR, should have never went green to begin the race. Jess at Iowa, NASCAR fan, lucky dog. The Fords came to play a huge win for the 10 team uh, lap down nascar for not calling a yellow sooner with the rain rowdy at the rowdy dragon lucky dog the 10 car of almirola damn good performance to get himself into the playoffs uh lap down rain would have been a great to see how the 10 stacked up against the 18 and 19 i'm with you there yeah uh i i i got rowdy i gotta go back to this for a minute because you mentioned you know the 10 car uh and i forgot to mention this during my talk about the cup race you know like we got four races to go michael mcdowell is on the outside of the top 16 he's getting a playoff spot Elmerola is in 23rd he's getting a playoff spot so what's that mean that means chris busher and right now Austin Dillon are out. But as I mentioned, you know, you've got Tyler Riddick and Austin Dillon who are only five spots separated from each other. You know, Kevin Harvick's got a pretty decent, comfortable points lead. Uh, you know, will he get in more than likely? But, you know, the fact he's got zero bonus points and isn't going to get many when they reseed, you know, Harvick's going to have to win his way through the playoffs. And I just don't see that happening. Uh, I digress. Okay. Back. <laughs> Sorry for that short interruption, folks. Let's get back to the uh to the lucky dog and lap down picks um rowdy 
Uh, did I do Rowdy? Yes, I did do Rowdy. Uh, Eddie at Eddie underscore EG3. Lucky dog. Ford camp came ready to throw down. Huge win for Eric. Lapped down NASCAR by a lot. They need to be better when it comes to rain that close to the racetrack. Uh, Kristen at K Hogland 79's Lucky dog. Almarola for the most entertaining win and best burnout of the year award. Lapped down to the Olympic break. I'm going to have withdraws. Or no, sorry. I changing lines there. Let's back up. Kristen at K Hoglin 79 NASCAR. You let my fantasy pick wreck in the rain. Lucky dog Christopher Bell for Xfinity win and second cup finishes. Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Lucky dog to Al Marola for the most entertaining win and best burnout of the year award. Lap down to the Olympic break. I'm going to have withdrawals. Mick at GoDucks42 underscore Mick. Lucky Dog, Almarola, SHR, and Ford put on a show today. Class of the field. Lap down. NASCAR race control. Could you imagine if today was Phoenix and the championship contenders got taken out? That would be ugly. Yes, yes, it would. Uh, Matthew at CH9SE fan. Lucky Dog. This week, my lap down is uh, Joey's team getting caught on camera working under red. Lucky Dog is also Joey for overcoming two laps and driving back to fourth. Yeah, that is, that that's a hell of a car that car had some speed to be able to do that couple breaks helping along the way uh david at d flint 14 lucky dog Almarola, Bugga Mike, the whole Smithfield brand team had the best car, won it. Uh, lap down NASCAR for shortening the race. There was enough light to finish the nine laps. Uh, so, all right, I want to comment on that for a minute. You know, because NASCAR made their thing, you know, they didn't think there was enough light. You know, and I'm surprised they didn't admit this because I don't think it would have been that bad of an admittance. Is that I personally think, you know, as I'm calling out all my personal opinions on NASCAR today, um, I think part of that also had to do, obviously, TV time plays a role. Obviously, the fact that fans are there, they wanted them to be able to see the victory lane uh, or the the uh, the interview on the front stretch. And plus, obviously, now that teams are allowed back in victory lane, you know, that is a time process there to get the car there. All of the photo ops that have to be done with all the different hats, the team and all that, that takes time. So I think that also played a role in that i mean if you think about it that car is in victory lane for a good 30 to 40 minutes post race uh before they wheel it back to the garage so i i think that had a bigger role than just the fact that there were only eight or nine laps to go that they could have ran it um Robin at SF 49er girl 16 lucky dog is definitely Almarola lap down has to be NASCAR for the mess at the beginning when it was raining uh, Matt at camper news net lucky dog the racing without the PJ one made for incredible racing lap down NASCAR letting cars wreck in the rain yellow flag should have been thrown at least a lap earlier just a golf club at just a golf club lucky dog to David Starr getting a top 20 on Saturday lap down to Bubba Wallace NBC didn't show it but got into Alfredo Cody Ware then took out Bush uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire lucky dog Almarola for one hell of a run lap down NASCAR for going green when they sh really shouldn't have uh, even if it took out Kyle Bush uh, Chris at Chris for WF 18 lucky dog Ford racing strong showing with several cars in the top 10 a lap down NASCAR totally ignored their turn one official saying it was raining but went ahead and started the race Steve-O from NASCAR rushed to be on TV to try to explain his way out of the mess uh, night sky at night sky lucky dog Logano coming back to finish top 10 after going two laps down 
Uh, lap down NASCAR for not red flagging the race with the rain, missing drivers hitting the box during the choose, missing making rules up as they go. Uh, Linda at uh, Linda JJ Cleaner L Joey Logano for his comeback. Lap down NASCAR for causing the carnage at the beginning of the race, and wrapping it up. Justin at J Hughes zero one one three Lucky Dog Logano lap down. Or lucky dog is Joey Logano. Lap down had to be Kyle Busch just because of the sucky situation he got put in. Uh, you guys came real strong this week. Love it. Uh, can't wait. A Cu- couple weeks. You guys are going to be fired up to send some lucky dog and lap down picks. That's for sure. All right, let's close this thing out with a little lap traffic fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. But you've got a couple Thursdays before they're due for this week. Uh, Make sure you're using hashtag LTFantasy. Four races to go before we have our playoff field set. And there has been a shakeup. And someone might miss it on points because of uh, something that happened this week. So with uh, that said, I did pretty well this week. Picked up 99 points with my picks of Allgaier and Kozlowski. Top picks for this week uh, was Seabell and Kozlowski, which scored 113 points for Aaron Studwell, Brad Carnes, and Justin Hughes. Uh, Top 10, segment two. Steven at DFS NASCAR with 1,099. Henry Fletcher in second with 1,047. Chad Robb, Glenn Atkins in third with 1,042. Matt Camper in fourth with 1,036. Joseph Scapino in fifth with 1,035. Stephanie Borges in sixth with 1,025. Jeff Bevan in seventh with 1,017. Kristen Hogland in eighth with 1,005. Matthew Miles in ninth with 994. And Richard Cravens, which wraps out the top 10 with 987. Bonus points. Henry Fletcher is in first with nine. John Etwinsel is in second with eight. Brad Cards, Carson Hagelin, Chad Robin, Eric Souter all have six. And then the list goes on with people with five, four, three, two, and one for their bonus points. Uh, over to the cumulative standings here. This is where things really got interesting. All right, in first with 2,242 points, Henry Fletcher. In second with 2,183 is John Etwinsel. In third with 2,170 is Glenn Eck. Uh, in fourth with 2162, Jeff Bevan. In fifth with 2155, yours truly from the Lab Traffic Podcast. In sixth with 2154, one point behind me is our current segment two leader, Stephen from DFS NASCAR. In seventh with 2144 is Brad Carnes. Eighth, 2141, Chad Robb. In ninth, 2129, Pete Curvin. In tenth with 2124 is Just Rose. In eleventh uh, with 2114 is Just Neal. In twelfth with 2106 is Michael from the Blind Spot Pod. Thirteenth with 2104 is Matt Camper. 14th with 2089 Joe Houston in 15th with 2083 is Carson Hagelin. Now I said things were interesting. We've got a two-way tie for 16th between John King and Stephanie Borges with 2080 and our segment one leader forgot to send in picks this past week which dropped him down to 23rd with 2034 and he's got the provision because he won segment one he automatically gets in and we've got a two-way tie for 16th so granted i don't see there being a tie with four more weeks to go but that's definitely going to be interesting someone ain't gonna make it on points which is so cool
All right, Lat Traffic Nation. I, I mean, I talked for 38 minutes. Not a guest, nobody, just me. I apologize if I bored you. Uh, sorry there wasn't a guest this week. Just uh, with, with the off weeks, uh, nobody was really around. I think everybody's lost, left the office in every team. Uh, so it was just me. I haven't done a show by myself in a long time. It was fun. So with that said, this is it for uh, episode 251. This is it for a couple weeks. Like I said, my next show will be after the Tuesday after Watkins Glen. I'll still, of course, be around on social media. Make sure you follow on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, all that good stuff, at Lat Traffic PC. Uh, catch you in a couple weeks. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lat Traffic Podcast. See ya.